The prep football season is underway, and we've got you covered on the Doug Lang Network. Listen to our game of the week as we follow the gridiron action in Whatcom County. Squalicum hosts Central Kitsap at Civic Stadium Saturday. Coverage begins at 6.45 p.m. Listen live online at www.onthedln.com. Thanks so much for listening along. It's the Doug Lang Network. We're online, www.onthedln.com. Let's turn our attention to cross-country state. That's right. It is going on on Saturday, November 3rd. It is at the Sun Willows Golf Course in Pasco. Everybody will be there, including from the runner. If you haven't checked it out, do so online. Keenan Gray, he uh, created and operates the Runner website, which keeps track of cross-country track and field, uh, not just for Whatcom County, but throughout the state of Washington, and he has been a contributor to the Doug Lang Network, and he joins us here on the phone line. Uh, Keenan, let me ask you, uh, what's the excitement level here for getting to go and cover uh, state, uh, not not being there to compete, but uh, getting an opportunity to go cover it, Pasco? You know, it's going to be a lot of fun over there in Pasco, and quite frankly, I'm actually leaving Saturday morning um, from Bellevue to get up, so I'll be leaving that probably about 5.30 to get over for the first race of the day at 10 o'clock. Um, but we got a lot of teams in the 2As especially, and then a couple of schools in the 1As, and then a couple of individuals from the 3As that will be competing this week from Walken County. Keenan, talk to me about this Sun Willows golf course in Pasco. Word is is that they've kind of changed a little bit of the course in an effort to, to make it a, a little bit more enjoyable for the spectators that will be there. Yeah, um, for those that have been there before, uh, part of it, the course, what used to be in the, the first mile is still the same thing, where they um, run out towards the freeway and then come back to where the finish line is. But instead of going out into uh, this place called No Man's Land, what they'll do instead is they'll do two loops around the north side of the course. Uh, they'll do that, like I said, twice, and they'll immediately come right back uh, to the finish line where the finish line will stay. So the point of it is, is like you said, to be more spectator-friendly, uh, and actually more uh, coaches' boxes open, too, just for the coaches to be able to coach their kids. So I'm curious to see if it's going to be faster or slower this year, just depending on um, how kids are mentally prepared since they have to run that loop twice. So, Keenan, give us some of the, the local favorites here. First, let's start from a team perspective. Uh, who do you project to do well here in Pasco coming up on Saturday? Uh, starting with the 2A boys, um, one of the clear favorites, I think, is Seahome uh, for the last couple of weeks. Um, the week before, they won the Northwest Conference Championship team title by a long shot. This last weekend, they won the district title by a long shot. Uh, back and forth, they've been battling it number one and number two all season long in the rankings with Washougal, Pullman. I think of all the teams in Whatcom County, they have the best shot to win the team title. Um, when you look at the 1A boys side, there's the Meridian Trojans who come in ranked number third in the state for the 1As. Uh, they got a good group of boys. They ran really well last Saturday. Um, all four of their guys were in the top 20. Um, surprisingly, their number, their second runner was their first runner overall because Nathan Schneider had some leg issues. Uh, but in order to, for them to do really well or play second or first, they're going to have to get their fifth guy to run um, really well, probably um, potentially get under 18 minutes in a 5K. 
And then when you look at the 2A girls, Bellingham and Zion qualified. And Bellingham has been doing really well the past couple of weeks. Beginning of the year, they started off slower um, with a couple of injuries. But right now, Annika Reese is just running super, super well, just dominating any opponent she goes against. So I think Bellingham, out of the 2A girls, has got a good shot. And then Seahome, they're probably going to be on the podium, potentially placing fourth or third. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, those are the teams that have qualified uh, for – and then also the 1A girls, uh, Meridian, could potentially place in the top six as a team. That is the voice of Keenan Gray. He created and operates the Runner website, which – follows cross-country and track and field the high school level all throughout the state of Washington. He'll be covering the cross-country state championships going on at the Sun Willows Golf Course in Pasco on Saturday, and he joins us here on the Doug Lang Network. Uh, Keenan, so if we're looking at some individuals here at the local level, who are some of the names that we should be kind of paying attention to to stand out? Well, starting with the 1A boys, obviously you got the Meridian, you got all four of the Meridian boys, Abbasiopoulos, Jasper and Dot, uh, Nathan Snyder, and Jensen Ellers, all have the potential to finish in the top 16. And quite frankly, three of those four boys have the poten- potential to finish in the top 10. When you're looking at the 2A boys side, you got Jacob Alexander, uh, Lucas Cunningham, uh, Reed Smith from Seaholm, and then Isaiah Ellis and Tate Hutchins. Tate Hutchins finally returned after having some, uh, I believe it was calf issues, so he's back. Uh, there's there's a lot of boys that could potentially place in the top 16. Like I said, we could probably see five guys place in the top 16 for the 2A boys. And in the 1A girls, uh, Kayla Apple, the freshman from Meridian High School, has been probably one of the more better freshmen at the 1A level this year. Um, been, she ran really well. I believe she got sixth at districts last week. So she has the potential to finish in the top 16. In the 2A girls, um, it's pretty clear that Annika Reese is probably going to win the 2A title. I mean, she's 20 seconds ahead of the second best time in the 2A state right now, so there's no question in my mind that Annika will win the state title for Bellingham. And then there's potential for Isabel Douglas from Seahome to place in the top, top, top 16 because she has been also running really well. And then for the 3A girls, we got a couple of freshmen from Squalcombe who have advanced, and that's uh, Laura Hussell and Grace Dowd. Uh, both placed in the top 21 at districts last Saturday. Uh, Laura, um, when I was doing a podcast earlier with my freshman of the year, just because she's won like two or three races this season, and it's impressive what she's done as a freshman. And then for Ferndale, Jacqueline Denham. Jacqueline Denham is probably one of the more better runners uh, as a sophomore, I believe, this conference, and she's just done really well. Potentially could also finish in the top 16. So, Keenan, uh, quickly, uh, above and beyond the, the Whatcom County School, because we've certainly documented them and some of the individual talent, give me a couple of teams. Uh, you, they can be the, the favorites or they can be the surprise or maybe a combination of both as to uh, what you expect to go down here on Saturday. Well, last week, and this is not even a Whatcom County School, uh, the Kings High School upset the Northwest School. This is the girls' team last Saturday. So right now Kings is sitting at number two in the state of Washington, right, I believe, or number two or number one in the state of Washington. So they're really good. Naomi Smith, uh, junior, is running really well really well for the team. So the Kings could be a team that could win the girls' uh, 1A title. Uh, kind of a surprising team, in my opinion, uh, for the 3A boys, Edmonds Woodway. It, it was a talented group I saw last Saturday. It was the first time I got to see him run. Uh, Diego Peraza, one of the better runners at the 3A level, uh, ran really well at district, ran 16.07. Um, 
and this is only his second year of cross country, and he won the district title. So what he's done the last two years is pretty impressive as far as training wise and um, just being able to run what he's been running. So those are kind of the teams that are to expect a little bit. Um, there's plenty of more, but I know we got a little short of time, so but that's okay. No, that's great information, and uh, certainly I'll be rooting on Edmonds High School. That's how we call it. We just call it still Edmonds High School. That's how we do it, Keenan. Uh, anyway, Keenan, have a great time over there in Pasco. Uh, enjoy things at the Sun Willow Golf Course. Uh, should be a whole lot of fun. Thanks for taking a little bit of time and uh, breaking it all down for us. Yeah, Doug, I really appreciate it. I'm really excited for this weekend just to watch all these athletes get after it for the last weekend of cross country. There you have it. That is Keenan Gray. He has uh, created and operates the Runner website. If you haven't checked it out, well, you can uh, see all the links on our website at uh, the Doug Lang Network, www.onthedlm.com. He has been a frequent contributor. He'll be covering everything at Cross Country State in Pasco. Thanks for listening along to the Doug Lang Network right here at www.onthedlm.com. Android or on the web, you can listen to the Doug Lang Network right now on Stitcher Radio. Search for On the DLN at Stitcher.com.